Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Friends, do you know what's holding you back in your creative career? It might be certain habits you have that are so familiar you don't even know you're doing it. Go on over to architectingpodcast.com and take my free roadblock quiz to find out if you are a fly swatter, a tumbleweed, or a slogger. This is such a fun quiz to take. It asks questions you don't normally get that really make you think differently about how and why you do your job. And after you take the quiz, not only do you find out what type you are, but you get valuable tips to put into practice to help you move past that roadblock. Then if you go to Instagram and share your type and tag Architecting Podcast, I will reach out to you and enter you in an offer for some special prizes. So make sure you take the quiz if you haven't already and share which roadblock is yours. All right, today I got to tell you, I am a little bit angry. And I'm angry at people who want to use bullying tactics to make those they don't agree with wrong. You would think in today's world where we are hyper-focused on diversity and inclusion and hearing everyone's voice and making sure everyone has a seat at the table, that you wouldn't have the kind of tactics that unfortunately are happening. And it's not aggressive in your face kind of stuff. It's the nice guy kind of bullying, which for me is the most insidious kind because it's really linked to something called gaslighting. Gaslighting occurs when someone uses grains of truth to manipulate and reframe a situation so that they can control someone else. And so you might be told, you forgot that we needed trash bags when you went to the grocery store. You're always forgetful and you never think about what I need by your spouse, for example. And you feel bad because there's a grain of truth there. You certainly did forget to buy the trash bags. But it doesn't mean that you're not sensitive to their needs. It doesn't mean that you are selfish or that you don't care. You forgot. But do you see how the emotional twist got played? And... Usually the first reaction we have to manipulating is resistance. So you'll say, well, that's not true. I didn't do that. 
But if it persists for long enough, you start to have a lot of self-doubt. And over time, this really erodes your confidence to a degree that is staggering. And it can make you afraid to do anything that involves taking a risk, standing out, drawing attention in any way to yourself because you're so sure that what will be seen are your flaws and you're so sure that that will somehow lead to negative repercussions that it doesn't even seem worth it. This has to stop. It has to end now. We cannot let people hide behind emotional gamesmanship to try and control and suppress other people. I have experienced enough of this in my own personal life with relationships that had toxic dynamics and I've also experienced it in my professional life. So I know what gaslighting in the workplace looks like. Back when I was doing my blog, The Patron Saint of Architecture, I had the opportunity to interview Dr. Robin Stern, who was the originator of the term gaslighting. And we talked about what workplace gaslighting can look like. You can have the belligerent, angry boss. I think that type has sort of faded away because it's no longer socially acceptable to be the kind of alpha personality and to berate people. But it still does occur. But that's a little bit more blatant and easier to spot. Another type of gaslighter is the flatterer. And what the flatterer will do is they will say, I know with all of your amazing talent, you can do this presentation by 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. And they're building you up, right? So that you will feel that you can't say no because they are counting on you and they clearly think very highly of you. Then when that 7 a.m. meeting comes, there's no acknowledgement of the miracle you pulled off to get the impossible done in the amount of time you were given to do it. And instead, they'll only see the flaws or the things you didn't include. And then they will berate you for it. And it's almost like being kicked off of a pedestal. And you're made to not only be ashamed that you didn't do it perfectly, but that you let the flatterer down. That is actually very, very common in the workplace. Final kind of gaslighter that many of us encounter is the doubter. They come across like they want to be your friend and like they're going to be straight with you and really give it to you exactly the way it is. But what they're actually doing is undermining you. When I wanted to take my ACHA exam, the boss I had at the time said, I don't know, that's a really hard test. I really had to work hard to get that certification. And I, do you really think you're ready at this point to go for it? Even though I met all of the criteria. Now, 
without denying that it is factually true that it is a very hard process to apply and take the exam, the difference between being truly an honest but supportive person and a gaslighter is the honest but supportive person would have said, you know, it's a real challenge to get through this, but I will help you every step of the way because I know you can do this. Did you see the difference? Both cases, you're acknowledging the reality, but are you choosing to be supportive? Are you pointing the person towards resources? Or are you trying to get them to think that they're not really ready to do this, to make them afraid to even try. That kind of gaslighting, the I'm your buddy kind of gaslighting is maybe the most insidious kind because it just utterly erodes what you think of yourself because it starts to make you feel that, well, I thought I had this ability or I came across this way in the meeting or whatever, but I guess I can't trust my own perceptions any longer. To put someone down, to make someone doubt their abilities, to discourage them from pursuing success, that's manipulation. And recently I've had an experience where simply disagreeing with a group was translated into being an act of aggression. It was one of those things where you're like, you're mad, but why are you mad? What did I do? I'm just curious why you would be upset. And the answer is we made a decision we didn't like. And we said, well, but I had the right to make that decision. Well, we don't think you should have made it. In fact, we're not sure you did have the right. We think you should reconsider. Well, no, no, I, I, I think this is the right course. Well, then you are someone who is a bad leader. You are someone who intentionally sows dissent, who doesn't reach out, who doesn't build consensus. And I said, oh, I, I didn't realize that. Could you explain that a little more? And, you know, the thing is, it's a circular argument, right? The more you probe, the, you know, all these accusations come out, all of these alleged ways that hurt feelings have been created. But why? And the answer keeps coming back to, I didn't do what we wanted you to do. Therefore, you're bad in the most simplistic terms, right? And that is a form of manipulation, right? To make someone feel that they have committed a transgression when they disagree with you. To imply that to fix the transgression, they would have to do something that isn't even, you know, ethically on the up and up. But that that would make people happy, therefore it's okay. To live in a culture of intimidation where you avoid conflict because it is like setting off a nuclear bomb to disagree is not okay. 
I am really making a call this week to reach out to people who have had these experiences. To share your story, you can DM me. I just want to support one another. I want us to say to one another, you're not crazy. What you're experiencing is real. And it's not normal behavior. And it's not okay that people are trying to make you feel like a bad person when you didn't do anything wrong. We can't fully address the concept of manipulation without also touching on leadership. Leadership often gets twisted around to suit the needs of manipulators instead of being the pure thing of guiding the way forward that it actually is. And we all want to be seen as good leaders. So threatening our leadership skills is a huge, huge way to say to someone that you doubt their abilities and they're never getting ahead. Leadership is not building consensus. Leadership is showing the way forward, knowing that not everyone will follow. And that's okay. I'm not for everyone. I don't want to be. Because in order to be for everyone, I would have to stand for nothing. I would have to appease at all costs. I wouldn't have any moral compass whatsoever. I would just be plain vanilla and I would never accomplish anything. That's not leadership. Leadership is saying to the unhappy person, come with me. But if that person chooses not to, bless and release them. Leaders go where they're wanted, not where they're needed, because they cannot control other people. That's manipulation. Someone may need guidance, but if they're not ready for guidance, they're only going to resent you for trying to push them forward. Leaders recognize this. Leaders meet people where they are, but leaders never compromise the vision. Don't think that leadership means making everyone happy. And anyone who tells you that it is, anyone who tells you that by taking a bold stance you are sowing dissent, is not someone you want to be in your group. They are not a team player. They have their own agenda, and that is what they're acting on, and that's why the manipulative behavior is coming out. And it's not your job to psychoanalyze them, to understand why. It's not your job to make them happy. You're not responsible if they're dissatisfied. You're responsible for doing the work you do with complete integrity. You're responsible for showing the way, for being the beacon for others, for inspiring your team. In the end, the mama duck doesn't worry if every little duckling's following her. She moves. And the ones that don't fall in line get left behind. That's the way it works. And I want to encourage anyone who's ever felt 
or been made to feel like they didn't have what it took or like they weren't being a leader for following their heart to reach out to me. I really want to create a movement around taking a stand against manipulative behavior and bullying, against the people you like, know, and trust, exploiting that trust to follow an agenda that they have, rather than thinking about what is in the best interests of everyone, rather than thinking about what will move things forward. They would rather have it focused on the outcome they want at any cost. Peace is never to be pursued at the compromise of integrity. And I would rather be in a maelstrom of conflict, but know that I worked to make positive change and that I stood in my sovereignty in integrity, authentically, for what I truly in my heart believe is right. Life is not for the faint of heart. Real life requires real commitment to what matters to you. It requires not caring about people-pleasing, but being committed to the outcome because the outcome is bigger than you. The outcome is not about the ego. It's not about being right. It's not about being important. It's about having influence and making a difference. And that is how we lead. And it goes uncompromised. All right, everyone. I love you all. Take care. Share those DMs on Instagram. I want to know your stories. I want to know that you are willing to stand up to bullying tactics, that you are willing to recognize that being nice is not the same as being good. Being good means that not everyone is going to like you all the time, but that you're doing the right thing and you're following your heart and you're letting those that aren't aligned with what you're doing free to do what they want to do, not to hook into you, not to drag you down, not to attack you, but to be released so you can move forward. Have a great day. Let me know if you have ideas for other shows. I would love to hear them. I'm so grateful for every single one of you who comes every Monday and Thursday to listen in. Some of you listen more than once part of our community on Clubhouse and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Let me serve you. Let me know how I can help you and always feel empowered to be your best self and do the work that only you were put here to do. Take care. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired. (laughs) 